the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show, and this Friday evening as we roll into this beautiful San Diego weekend. Glad to have you guys along with the ride for me on this hour two tonight. Um, before the break, I promised you guys a special guest on tonight's Andrea K Show, and I can't wait to bring him in in a moment. Um, but right now, I got to kick off hour two by bringing in my pod and crime every night of the week. It's DJ. Sesame Broccolini. You got it, dude. Sesame Broccolini. Mmm, yummy. Isn't and Friday sh- just the best, by the way? I just had to... <laughs> uh, it, it it just warms my heart, especially a San Diego Friday with the beautiful sunset. For all the craziness yeah. in California, this, the state's beauty just makes up for it so much in spades, in my humble opinion. Well, it does make up for it to some degree, although now we've won the honor this week of being the most expensive city in the country to live in. So I think people might, we might see more and more people renting that U-Haul and hiking it across the country to the, some people say, equally beautiful state of Florida. When I was in New Orleans and had to choose Florida or Cali, I came here. We'll see how long I last. Um, All right. Like I said, without further ado, I got to bring in this guest. If you have been in San Diego at all in the past couple years you recognize the name public square right it's the app for conservatives not just here in san diego but across the country now and the the brainchild behind this incredible movement for conservatives is michael seifert he is the founder and ceo of public square and it's to my honor to have him with us tonight hey michael welcome to the andrea k show thanks so much for having me good to be here all right so um tell everybody um, what what Public Square is all about for the two or three people listening who hadn't heard of Public Square, what this app is all about, and how they can tune into it, tap into it. Well, I would be happy to. We are the nation's largest marketplace of conservative, patriotic businesses and consumers. So if you are tired of the Bud Lights and the Targets and the Ben and Jerry's of the world, you can shop at publicsq.com or Public Square on the App Store or Google Play and know with blessed assurance that you are not funding woke businesses, but instead Mm -hmm. are funding businesses that love the country, the Constitution, and the values that that wonderful sacred document protects. So we are a marketplace that helps conservative consumers vote with their dollars. We got launched in San Diego, California, just under two years ago. And now we are nationwide in all 50 states. We have over 1.6 million members on the platform. Over 70,000 small businesses have partnered with us, making us even larger than the U.S. Chamber of Commerce now in terms of active members. And we actually hit the million member mark faster than Twitter, Airbnb, Spotify, et cetera. So the country is ready to shop their Mm -hmm. values. Conserves that are ready to vote with their wallet. And you can do that at Public Square. 
you know what? It's just, I practically have tears in my eyes. You longtime Andrea Keisha listeners know, you know, that, that my background is in corporate America and companies like Xerox and, and, and really large corporations. Um, but my heart is also really with the small business owner because my, uh, most family members are small businesses. That is the lifeblood of this economy. And they have been squelched, trampled on through taxation and regulation and then cancel culture. Meanwhile, while these large corporations uh, mock you, laugh at you, ridicule you. And it's great that we've had successes like with Bud Light and even this week. I think I talked about it last on last night's show about Victoria's Secret who went and, and decided to you know get rid of having beautiful women like Heidi Klum be their spokespeople. And they went and hired this David Spade soccer player, you know, David Spade lookalike soccer player and their sales tanked, right? Well, it's great that we've got, uh, we're having yeah. success in terms of boycotting and you know not giving money to corporations that are shoving wokeness on us. But we also have to then take it to the next stage, don't we, Michael Seifert? And that is supporting the parallel economy, the conservative businesses that match our values. And so I really want people to understand that what Public Square is about is it's about all kinds of small businesses from that are give you an alternative choice, whether we're talking about coffee, whether we're talking about clothing and lingerie, whatever the product is, Public Square has a conservative alternative, don't we? We do. People are always pleasantly surprised when they come to the platform and realize that there is such a wide variety in terms of the products that we offer on the platform. A lot of these businesses uh, are phenomenal. American-owned and operated with a great story to tell, family-owned and operated. They just never had the opportunity to get their voice out. You know, Amazon has entirely squelched the small business community in our country. Walmart has swallowed up the small business community in towns around this great nation. And in turn, a lot of people just aren't exposed to the incredible small businesses that provide quality products with customer service that is unparalleled. And it just Mm -hmm. happens that they will not lecture you about progressive politics when you're simply trying to buy a cup of coffee. You mentioned something brilliant, Andrea. You said that, you know, it's not just enough to boycott. And that's exactly right. Boycotts are incredibly effective. Of course, we support Americans' rights to do so. I thought the boycott of Bud Light, for example, was incredibly effective. $50 billion in market cap eviscerated from Anheuser-Busch, Target, and Disney just over the course of 60 days. But the reality is, that money has to go somewhere else. That $50 billion doesn't just evaporate. That's got to be represented in other areas of our economy. So our hope is, is that consumers didn't just stop purchasing from Bud Light, but instead could shift their dollars toward companies that are more positive and would never make the same ESG, DEI, woke-driven policy decisions at the corporate level like Anheuser-Busch did. And they're finding alternatives on Public Square. For example, after Bud Light did what it did, we had an 800% increase in searches for beer on our platform. After Target did what it did, lecturing children about gender ideology mm. and sexuality, we saw 300,000 new members join our platform in one week, wow. and we were the highest-rated shopping app on the App Store for over 10 days. So, you know, I look at the the hunger amongst millions of Americans that are fed up with what's happening uh, to shop their values, and we've now provided an opportunity to, to do that. But it's not because our team is special. It's not because anything special about Public Square. It's purely about our consumers and our businesses that we're ready for a solution. And I think that gives me a lot of hope. The fact that we didn't just get down in the dumps and check out, but instead we mm-hmm. actually subscribe to a solution. That, to me, is, yes. is really exciting and should give us all hope for the future. 
Well, absolutely. We're talking to Michael Seifert, founder and CEO of Public Square. And you're being so humble. I got to tell you, the app is great. I'm a coffee addict. My name is Andrea Kay, and I'm addicted to coffee. And I love that y'all have so many different coffee places and coffee companies from the main, from the, the guys in El Cajon who, who actually make coffee and be, have the beans and all that to coffee shops around town. And I can, when I'm driving around, I don't want to go to Starbucks. I just found one the other day. Um, it was in, gosh, I can't remember the name of it. It was in Mission Valley across the street in a, in a business building across the street from Haz- Hazard Square. And I was able to find them so quickly on the app, run in there, get some of the best cold brew I've ever had. And so the app is easy to use. It's full of patriots. And I love the fact that the businesses there have to be committed to five key values. So this is real. This is not just so, somebody who decided to start an app and throw up a bunch of businesses on it. These are true conservative businesses. Speak to the values that they have to commit to, Michael. Well, I love that you brought that up. Our values drive everything that we do. And every business that has joined the app, over 70,000 small businesses around this country have all agreed with this set of five core values. And they've also agreed not to spend time, money, or resource antagonistically against those values. You know, we as a company are pro-life, pro-family, and pro-freedom. Our five values, number one, we're united in our commitment to freedom and truth. We believe that's what makes us Americans, a belief in objective truth. Uh, We will always protect the family unit and celebrate the sanctity of every life. That's number two. We believe that ultimately strong families make a strong nation. We've got to support the family unit and the sanctity of life. Number three, we believe small businesses and the communities to support them are the backbone of our economy. You mentioned the assault that small businesses are under. We want to be the Mm -hmm. antidote to that. We want to actually lead to the prosperity of small businesses in this country. Number four, we believe in the greatness of this nation, and we will always fight to defend it. Uh, We are not hopeless about our nation. We do not believe America is the root of all evil. We actually believe that our country is a grand experiment that should be celebrated and protected, not desecrated. And finally, number five, our Constitution is non-negotiable. Government is not the source of our rights, so it cannot take them away. My rights are from God. They were endowed by my creator. Certain unalienable rights among these are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And because the government did not give those rights, it cannot take them away. We preserve liberty. And we expect our businesses to do the same. Those values have created a marketplace that will help Mm -hmm. shift the power structures of society back toward we, the people, through the power of consumer spending. And uh, we're, we're pretty happy with how that's gone so far. Well, it's gone amazing. In fact, it's extended. My understanding is it's extended because uh, to employment, because one of the things Americans have faced is like, for example, during COVID, um, as well as cancel culture, that if you don't get the shot, you get fired. If you don't do this, you get fired. If you dare, you know, if you believe in Jesus or you don't use a certain pronoun, you get fired. Didn't you guys partner with Red Balloon? who is um, a, a marketplace for conservative businesses and freedom-loving um, uh, hiring? We absolutely did. We have seen a massive drive. Just like we see consumers want to spend money in alignment with their values, we also have seen a lot of patriotic employees want to partner with employers that share their values. You know, many in corporate America right now are stuck in companies that have pro- uh, prioritized progressive policies, DEI training and ESG philosophies, instead of prioritizing meritocracy, excellence and innovation in the workplace. And so for us, we want to help consumers and employees find those businesses that are singing a different tune that will actually prioritize the values that have made our country special instead of woke policies. Red Balloon is a great partner of ours. They're a job board that helps employees find employers and vice versa. 
and we're proud to promote them on our platform. Many of our businesses, when they are hiring, we say, hey, you got to jump on Red Balloon, let the employees know that they can find you there. And the stories we are hearing, Andrea, the testimonies of employees that are finding new homes. For example, there was a lady in San Diego up in Carlsbad, actually, about a year ago, who was let go from her work because she was unvaccinated. She was actually a nurse at a hospital. And Mm. for 10 years, she served that hospital. And she was let go because she refused the jab. And her words to us were, for 10 years, this hospital trusted me with the health of my patients. But now they won't even trust me with my own health. And what happened is she came to our platform. We got her hooked up with a clinic in San Diego uh, that was actually hiring for a nurse to help in their uh, PT clinic. She ended up getting a job on the first interview. She was prayed for when she was hired and she was told your freedoms are valued here. That's the type of economy we want to create. And uh, thankfully, that one testimony is emblematic of a much larger movement happening in our country that's pushing back against the woke authoritarian. Well, Michael Seifert, the Lord has his hand on your back, and, and, and it gives me hope and optimism for the future of our country. And we've got to stay optimistic. We've got to stay in the fight. And we've got to support uh, Public Square. We've got to support the businesses that are on there. And I thank you so much for being here tonight and for all the work that you're doing. And I can't wait to see where Public Square goes from here. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to chat with you. Thanks. Take good care. All right. Now, you guys, we're going to take a little tiny little break, but we'll be back. So don't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere these days without hearing about the fastest growing sport in the U.S., pickleball. It's the newest craze among older adults wanting to stay flexible, strong, and balanced. Nearly anyone can play pickleball. But this year, there was over $400 million in health care costs. If you've suffered a pickleball injury, let La Mesa Rehab get you back in the game. From setback to comeback, the pros at La Mesa Rehab Physical Therapy can help you recover from injury and help you prevent future injuries. Dennis Prager here. La Mesa Rehab offers considerably more than San Diego's leading comprehensive outpatient facility for respiratory and physical therapy. Their mission is to get you healthy and keep you healthy. Put your trust in La Mesa Rehab and please consult your doctor. Visit LaMesaRehab.com across from Grossmont Center and next door to Dixie Line. LaMesaRehab.com The best care you can have at La Mesa Rehab Hope seems to have evaporated from our lives. Are you living a life of no hope? We invite you to listen to Wildwood Radio with Pastor Chris Fraley every Sunday morning at 7 here on The Answer San Diego. Clear, concise, and practical teaching of the truth of our hope in God and His Word will restore joy and purpose into your life. God's Word never disappoints, and Pastor Chris shares the Word with you every Sunday morning at 7. Don't live another day without hope. Tune in to Pastor Chris Fraley Sundays at 7 a.m. here on The Answer San Diego. Join other free Freedom-loving patriots in taking your power back. The Take Your Power Back show with me, Peak Performance Breakthrough Coach Kim Yader, is an empowering program that will encourage listeners to step into their power and take action in leadership and allow their voices to be heard. Every Saturday at 11 a.m., we will highlight freedom-loving Americans that are making a positive impact in the world by standing in truth amid adversity. Be inspired. Be encouraged. Be transformed. Together, let's take your power back. 
Brian Maritak here from the West Automotive Group and Auto Talk Radio. Here's what's coming up this Saturday on Auto Talk Radio. Join Brian this week when he talks about the five most common failures when it comes to vehicle breakdowns. Brought to you by the West Automotive Group, West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, West Miramar, and West Oceanside. Join me this Saturday morning at 7 a.m. on The Answer San Diego at 1170. urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-320-7171. That's 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. If the car of your dreams is not the car in your garage, let's talk. Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. Considering a new Ford Mach-E or Toyota Camry? Think again. Consider a new 2023 Mercedes-Benz CLA 250 or GLB 250 SUV for about the same monthly payment. Visit mbtemecula.com for details or come meet your three-pointed staff. We'll definitely make it worth the drive. Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. Building relationships one guest at a time. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Fridays aren't supposed to be a big news day, right? Wasn't that the old thing is that um, you wouldn't want to release like a really important story on a Friday because it would get lost. And if you wanted a story to get lost, like some bad news, you break it on a Friday because people like thinking about other things. Well, there was some really, really important news that took place today and information that came out uh, that didn't have anything to do with the Israel-Hamas war and didn't have anything to do with the speaker race, except it might have something to do with the speaker race um, because it has to do with Biden's crimes, right? And one of the things, the reason why they wanted to stop Jim Jordan was because he was going all in. Uh, they, They expected him to go even farther in on the impeachment and accountability if he became speaker. But I think he's going to still go all in against Biden. And so is James Comer. Because remember how Joe Biden, well, he's been caught in so many lies, right, Sesame? I think he said that he had never had any conversations with his son about his business. And then we've got 29,000 emails to say otherwise. He had said that his son never got any uh, money from China. And then they got Buku ba- he got Buku Bank from China. Now, apparently, Comer's got a smoking gun, an actual check. And I've seen the copy of it of money going directly into Joe Biden's personal bank account. We've got a clip from James Comer. It's a little lengthy, but Sesame, do you agree with me that it's worth playing? Because I think I feel like these are the kinds of details that if we don't really give everybody the details, they might not really get what's happening. So I think we should play the Comer clip. Do you agree? 100%. Let's play it. Well, we found some. We're still digging into evidence subpoenaed from bank accounts belonging to Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, and James and Sarah Biden. 
the brother and sister-in-law of the president. A document that we're releasing today raises new questions about how President Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his last name and their access to him. Bank records obtained by the House Committee on Oversight have revealed a $200,000 direct payment from James and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden in the form of a personal check. Here's some important context about this check we've obtained in our investigation. In 2018, James Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed and failing rural hospital operator. According to bankruptcy court documents, James Biden received these loans, quote, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections, end quote. On March 1st, 2018, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into James and Sarah Biden's personal bank account, not their business bank account. And then on the very same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from this same personal bank account to Joe Biden. James Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden as a, quote, loan repayment. AmeriCorps, a distressed company, loaned money to James Biden, who then sent it to Joe Biden. Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. Some immediate questions President Biden must answer for the American people. I think we can leave it Does there. He- because I don't think we need Biden to answer any questions. The answers are in the checks. The answers are in the bank records. The answers are in the communications that went on. And like them knowing that Frank, uh, brother Frank, did, by the way, did you see the selfie of him? Naked brother Frank sending selfies, doing a Geraldo Rivera, sending selfies of himself, naked selfies. What? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sending naked selfies? (laughs) Sending naked selfies of himself. Oh. oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I shouldn't have told, I shouldn't have given you that image going into a weekend. But anyway, um, I say I lost my train of thought because I started. I started. I, I remembered seeing that selfie. Um, this is the, we don't need by by you know. This is where the Republican Party kind of goes off the rails a little bit. We don't need Biden to answer any questions. Does the does a local DA or or a, 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 a local U, assistant U.S. attorney or any prosecutor? Uh, you know, decide whether or not they're going to press charges. If they find evidence of a crime, they don't go, well, you know what? We, we need you to sit down and answer some questions. Now, they might question somebody in the course of trying to make a determination of a crime, whether or not it was committed, you know, in, in terms of uh, interrogations. But if they've got the goods on a crime, they don't ask questions. They file charges. Donald Trump was slapped with a total of about 91 charges in a variety of different courts across the country. Long before any questions were ever asked of him, it was just done. We have bank records. We have now a check that was written to him. We have 29,000 emails. We have, we have aliases. Sesame, how many aliases did he use? Robert F. Evans or something? I think he used like seven aliases, didn't he? Yeah, at least. And also his own son, Hunter, was calling him pedo Pete for whatever that's worth. So there's something w- very disturbing going on with the Biden family. Some of it's criminal. Some of it may not be, but it, it, it's all impeachable. At, at some point, it's like, how, many, how much more evidence do we need to see until they actually bring charges against 
Joe or Hunter Biden uh, and real ones with teeth. Hunter got a little wet. You know, he, he did plead guilty with and, and was actually charged with this gun stuff. But I want a real charge. They, they only did that so they could say, oh, look, we do go after the Bidens because there mm-hmm. is no double standard. No, you pick the one thing that he's done that has nothing to do with selling out this country and using exactly. his father's political influence. That was a calculated move. And at this point, we've got emails, WhatsApp messages, text messages. Joe Biden's address was listed on a check to Hunter Biden. And now we've got yeah. an actual check to Joe Biden. How many, how many yeah. more? Sm- we've got eight smoking guns. How many more do we need until we finally say time to bring charges of impeachment up? Finally, time to bring char- criminal charges to the, you know, to the Bidens. Yeah, because where did this happen? Where where was a lot of these transactions taking place? Did we not have a Republican state attorney general somewhere that could already be filing criminal charges? Mm-hmm. Right. Why aren't they? The 22, 22 LLCs that were involved here, that were flat out uh, money laundering operations. They didn't manufacture anything. They didn't provide a service. They didn't operate any business other than being passed through corporations where money could be transferred through. Just like it happened here. There were, what, 140 suspicious activity reports? Just one suspicious activity report against you, Sesame, and no bank would be willing to do business with you. 140. There is so much overwhelming evidence, it's not even funny. And I, and, and I, I'm not, and I didn't play Comer because I think he's doing a great job. Because, you know, he actually went on to, um, I can't remember what interview show he went on. And it might have been Hannity, and he was so Weasley. Well, do you think that, you know, the impeachment inquiry is going to turn up evidence for him to be, you know, articles of it? Well, I hope so. That, you know, that's, that's not how you win. I hope There's so. There's already ep- there's already evidence of him committing crimes. He, sh- he should already be charged. The fact that it hasn't happened is miraculous. And like you're saying, if I did even one-tenth of the things that Hunter and Joe Biden and James Biden and many other Bidens have done, I would be talking to you from a prison cell right now, eating a ham sandwich mm-hmm. or, or fashioning a shiv out of a spork. I cannot believe that the American people are putting up with this. And I cannot believe, like, what's what's the excuse for this? I mean, I guess they're dropping well, this on a Friday so people just forget about it. And I think that's what they're counting on is, you know, slow yeah. walking this, dumping information long after people forget about Ragging it, while it there's out. other crises yeah. going on in Israel and the Middle East. It's, yes. it's very convenient, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, this is about manipulation. This is about this is about um, a, a false narrative that the Republican Party is working to hold them accountable when they're absolutely not. The impeachment inquiry has no teeth. It is a phony falsehood. This is the equivalent of I heard today and you probably have all heard the reports that Hamas has released two Americans, a mother and her daughter. And um, we all know that as happy as we are to have those Americans released, it was part of a propaganda push. It was part of a false narrative to try to paint Hamas as victims and see we're not the bad guys. We're not, we're not the ones creating a humanitarian crisis. We're the humanitarians here. And it's also as then it also justifies Joe Biden to be giving them aid as a part of his aid package, because part of the hundred billion dollars in aid that he wanted last night, he wants, I don't know how many billions of dollars to go to Gaza, even though we played the clip of the a spokesperson from the State Department saying that there was a good chance it was going to end up in the hands of the terrorist. So whether it, so, it's all one big. Our U.S. government is all one big graft and corruption, money laundering scheme. 
Let me let me take you guys back to sec uh, to uh, the opening segment of tonight's show last hour in which uh, the O'Keefe Media Group and Gateway Pundit discovered the 22 holdouts all reportedly, according to them, and FEC records have been using getting illegal campaign donations laundered to them through donor mules, which is taking one person's name and using it 50 million times for small donations. But I'm excited, though, that, you know, <laughs> I was trying to circle back to Michael Seifert and his optimism for the country from Public Square. Do you feel like we have a right? Do you feel like Michael's onto something and that that shows all those businesses and all those users that we are actually still have hope for the future? Oh, yeah. We're just getting started. There, There is an un, the, okay. you can't stop the Patriots, honestly. And I, and I really believe that we are. We, we've been down and out for too long. These politicians have been selling us out. But you look at the Oliver Anthony song, Northman, North of Richmond, or Richmond, North yeah. of Richmond, and all this stuff with this Patriot Square. We're, we're building towards something. There, there's a comeback happening. I can feel it. Like a 1980s Reagan conservative style America first renaissance happening. It's, it's coming. All right. Well, on that positive note, we're going to take a skinny, tiny break. A.K. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Okay, so everything. I mean, the the Democrats have to pervert absolutely everything, including the Dove Awards. Now, I have never watched the Dove Awards. This is the Christian music equivalent of the Grammy Awards. And so that took place, I guess, maybe over the weekend. No, it was Tuesday. Okay. And guess who showed up to the Dove Awards? Some drag queens. Okay. Drag queen named, this is pretty clever, (laughs) Flamey Grant. Have you ever heard of Christian singer Amy Grant? Well, evidently, Flamey Grant showed up at the Christian Music Awards shows show. And posted picture and pictures. Mm, try not to sneeze. My allergies um, sparked backlash. Somebody said, uh, "I hope someone at the Dove Awards had the stones and discernment to turn this group away at the door." Uh, Stuart Amadon wrote on X. Um, if you look at this picture posted by a Derek Webb, you guys have to see this. They should not have been allowed in. This is just, you know, uh, Christian artist renounces faith now that Jesus has served his purpose, providing fame and fortune. Um, You know, I don't know what that's about. This this is part of the Twitter thread. You know, I mean, I do think that it's it's clever, you know, taking Amy Grant's name and calling it Flamey Grant. That's kind of giggle worthy. Um, But on a serious tip, Sesame Broccolini. Leave us alone, right? I mean, if they had showed up at any event that I had like that, I'd be like, get out of here. Why do we have to why do we have to be expected to be inclusive of perversion? You know, like many other people on the American right, I used to think to myself, live and let live. You know, I respect people's liberties and it's a free country and I still do. But at this point, it's like not only are you going out of your way to protest and whatever, you're explicitly going to a Christian place because you want to invert everything they believe in and then shove it right into their face. And like you're saying, why can't we just 
live in a world where you leave me alone, I leave you alone. I don't know. I, I don't know what's happened to that vision, but it, it's so annoying to have this stuff constantly shoved in our faces, constantly crammed down our throats. We just had a whole Pride month, and there were plenty of Pride celebrations, and there's plenty of drag queens out there in the streets basically not wearing clothing in Los Angeles, and here they are again. It's like, they always have to be in the spotlight. Why? Like, what what, ha- what happened to you? Why, why do because these people they're, they're, always need to be in the limelight? Because they're, t- they're the oppressors. You know, somebody, a lot of people call them the, um, a lot of people call them the alphabet mafia. Um, you know, th- this is, th- this is, and, and I know we had Dennis Prager on the show this week, and he feels like the only group that really deserves the term Nazi is um, the Islamist. But, you know, to me, I don't care whether you call it Nazism, you know, authoritarianism. These are the oppressors. What's going on with this movement, this, this and this is the Trojan horse to destroy us, this LBGTQIA. The next thing is going to be the P for pedophilia, normalizing sex with children. What they want, as predicted in the Bible, is for Christians to be shoved in the closet. And I told a good friend of mine who's gay. One of my oldest friends, I said, your movement is not about civil rights for you when it seeks to deny it from anybody else. I don't care who has sex with whomever behind your closed door, but don't you dare be trying to force that, force this lifestyle, force this perversion of this transgender crap and drag queens to try to force that in people's faces and certainly not at a Christian event. And they should not have been welcomed in. They should have been told, we love you and we'll pray for you. And when you want to renounce what you're doing, you're you're welcome into my event. Churches are not supposed to be um, supporting and enabling sin. We're supposed to be telling people, um, you're, you're living in sin. And we're not going to support that. We will pray for you, but you're not going to hold a position of leadership here. You're not going to be, you know, an usher or whatever, a deacon or whatever. You're not going to be sitting, you're not going to be a minister. You're welcome to come here and pray and ask for forgiveness. Am I being too harsh? I don't think you're being harsh enough. I mean, I don't I don't want to look, I don't want to get involved in people's private lives, but it's like I kind of come in here and it's like I mean, I do kind of care what goes on in people's homes. And I do kind of care about immorality and, and and this kind of degenerate behavior and 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 quashing it and getting it out of society. I mean, like you're saying there's there's a giant nationwide grooming operation going on. It's happening in schools. Mm-hmm. It's happening out in public. It's happening in the streets. You got prostitutes, drag prostitutes, drag queens, whatever, this whole rainbow mafia together out in the streets soliciting sex in front of Catholic schools in Oakland, California. That's not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, oh, maybe like, what way. you do behind your closed doors, I get it. It's free country again, but it's like, I want to have a good moral society and there is no right. situation or, or setting in which you can groom children. Like some of this stuff is just, it, I want all of it gone. Public, private, yeah. wherever it happens. Like there is such thing as evil. This is that. I don't want any of it in this society. This is disgusting to me. Yeah. James Woods tweeted this out today, and I haven't verified this, but he says, set your calendars. February 19th, Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week. I don't even know what that means. March 21st through 25th, LBGTQIA Health Awareness Week. March 31st, Transgender Day of Visibility. April 6th, International Asexuality Day. April 13th, International Day of Pink, which is Day Opposing Homophobia. April 14th, Day of Silence. April 26th, Lesbian Visibility Day. May 17th, International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia. May 19th, Agender Pride Day. May 22nd, Harvey Milk Day. May 25th, Pansexual and Panomantic, or whatever that is, Awareness Day. Entire month of June, 
Pride Month, June 23rd, Stonewall Day, June 28th, International. I mean, and I've only made it barely halfway through. This is an onslaught. This is a, we're, we're, this is a war against this country. It's a barrage. It is a barrage, and it's unending. It's literally, it's at the grocery store, it's decorations, it's party stores, it's all over social media. I, I can't go one single day, especially oh here in California oh, oh on the left coast. I, my birthday, I can't, I'm not going to announce it because I don't want everybody to know. My birthday is International Lesbian Day. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a funny day to have, I guess, if, it's, if you're going to be with one. Um, I wish I knew you want to whisper to me your birthday, and I'll see what day it is. If, if it's one of these, if all right, no, you've been spared. Oh, There's nothing, oh. you've been spared. Heavenly you're, father, you're... you continue to give me gifts that I am not worthy to receive. <laughs> it's all God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. <laughs> Very good. You're lucky. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's every aspect of our society, whether it's on, you know, little children in their little onesies at Target, it's it, on cereal boxes, it's c- candy, it's, it's literally every aspect. I, I actually saw some homeless person today. There was a picture somebody posted him outside of school offering free fentanyl. What? For, I, I, Did you just I'm say free to... fentanyl outside of a school? Yes, it was outside of school. Let me see if I can find it. I took a screenshot of it because I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Let me see if I can find it. That's horrific. I mean, it, yeah. do people not even realize? Do you see those stories where it's like someone, there's fentanyl on a dollar bill, a woman picks up the dollar bill, touches her face, and then she dies of an overdose? Like, yeah. fentanyl is so potent. I mean, George Floyd was on enough fentanyl to kill like three people, and that's how he overdosed. I just... Wow. I, outside of a school. It's like... It was outside of a how, school. Oh, shoot. I can't find it. Yeah. We're, it we're so dedicated to the rainbow mafia that we're willing to put kids in this kind of a danger. I just... Yeah. No one yeah. no one is safe in this progressive doctrine. It, really, nobody no. is safe. Not even little kids. Yeah. In school. And, and right now, is it too soon for me to make a joke about Israel? Israel's not safe because Gavin Newsom tweeted out yesterday, I'm on my way to Israel. I'll be meeting with those impacted by the horrific terrorist attacks and offering California support. What in the world is California? What What do we have anything to do? I mean, they're in war. We saw Bibi cheering up the troops as they're about to go into a ground evasion. What in, in the Sam Hale, Hale does Gavin Newsom think that he can contribute over there except trying to you know, contribute to himself and a presidential run? Gavin Newsom is, it's just the timing. You know, he always, he he has the worst timing. And I don't know if this is intentional or or what he's trying to do, but it's like, you can't even leave this crisis alone without exploiting it for your own kind of personal gain. Because this is just such an obvious PR stunt. He's, there's an, we're rolling into an election year. There's a giant crisis going on in Israel. These people are mobilizing like they haven't since the end of World War II, since Israel had to be created. Um, And, and. The Jewish people are fighting for their lives right now, literally every single second. And Gavin Newsom just can't help but ride coattails in typical Newsom fashion because there's, you know, an election season coming up and he needs to rally the crowd and, you know, excite the donors and, and give the people more talking points. It's it's just so vain, um, just like these drag it queens. Is. It's all about his image and I, I, I and me, me, me. And he's got to be it's the so narcissistic. It's narcissistic and sociopathic. It's gross. That he made that I don't know. We've got we're going to take a break. Next segment is here of the week and stink of the week. That might be a runner up for me. 
But there's so much stink going on, particularly around the speaker race. Uh, so much stink. I got to think of a hero, too. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. More Andrea K. Show. You have a hero of the week or stink of the week? Email me at andreakshow.com. Don't forget our podcast. Download it wherever you get your pods. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Final segment on Fridays is Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And I think Sesame Broccolini has something pretty stinky he wants to share. Well, I tell you, it was between, uh, I was thinking maybe Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, maybe the New Orleans District Attorney that got carjacked at gunpoint in his own city um, because of his own policies. (laughs) um, Because you can't make up that kind of irony and you certainly can't buy it. Um, But then I was thinking, you know what? The stink of the week this week is going to somebody who's really earned it. Somebody who set their sights on this from day one. I bet he's been listening to the show and was going for the position. It is Mr. Steve Scalise. <laughs> yeah, um, I am surprised you you picked Steve Scalise. Yeah, he deserves it, too. I, and I can't I apologize because I know he's a hashtag LSU Tiger, but I, I have to. Is. He is. And I, you know, I, when I heard, you know, he was throwing his hat in the ring, I'm like, go G-E-A-U-X, go Scalise. You know, it'd be cool to have, you know, a fellow tiger speaker of the house, you know, he saved, you know, he, he didn't die. You know, he fought for life after he was shot, you know, on, on a baseball diamond, baseball field. And, um, but I mean, the stench is real. I shouldn't be too surprised because as we talked about New Orleans, how bad it is down there, uh, corrupt politicians is kind of old school in Louisiana. Okay. So, um, I've got a, I've got kind of a funny nominee for stink of the week. Okay. So Gavin Newsom, isn't the only governor who's decided to try to get some good for a presidential campaign out of the Israel crisis and terror attack. Ron DeSantis because remember how, let me let me set the stage. Remember how we had um, days and days and days where Americans, after Americans were killed and taken hostage, we had Americans stranded over there with no way home. And we had Corey Mills out of Florida was the first to go over there and bring some Americans back. And then the Biden administration was like, well, we'll bring you back. But before we, before we come and get you out, you got to promise to repay us. Remember that? Well, Governor DeSantis in Florida decided that he was going to get in. He was going to show his creds that he's a man of action and he was going to go and bring back some Americans. Right. Well, here's the problem (laughs) as now being reported that his Israel rescue operation left Americans stranded in Cyprus. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't be laughing if these Americans were still in harm's way, but the fact that they got stranded, I mean, and, 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 and he actually, this makes it even funnier. He actually had t-shirts printed up with DeSantis airways on it. <laughs> Just past spirit airways when it comes to being the worst airline to ever exist. <laughs> The Santa's Airways. <laughs> what a hashtag fail. <laughs> this just makes me so happy. I shouldn't because this guy has destroyed himself. 
He had such a chance either as VP to write it into the White House or in 2028, probably not even 2028. I said two years ago when I saw him give a speech at Turning Point USA in Arizona in December 2020, I was like, oh boy, we got a problem here. Now I know why he almost lost to crackhead, meth addict Gilliam in Florida. Guy cannot work a room. No charisma whatsoever. Not at all. There's a new Emerson poll out today, Sesame, that shows in the primary, I think Trump is at like 59% and DeSantis is at 8%. I mean, it's just just gone from bad to worse. And if he thought he was going to rescue his campaign... With a with a res- rescue attempt of Americans in Israel, <laughs> I kind of want to buy one of those shirts just to wear it. Ironically, just, <laughs> I can't help it. It's like, come on, man! I mean, <laughs> some college kid cook up that marketing yeah. idea for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, my serious stink of the week, though, is the Republican Party because it's it's bad enough that my enemies are Democrats, but my enemies should not also be the Republican Party. And what they did this week, declared they openly declared war on MAGA. They and they've been bragging about it with tweets like after their phones have been blown up with tweets like you know we're not going to be intimidated. They they're literally spitting. They have never. Some people said on social media, oh, they've declared war a while back, not directly in our faces, not to this degree where they're literally spitting in our faces. And every one of those twenty two. That And the cat may be out of the bag. They may all be set to retire now that they've been exposed, according to O'Keefe Media and these FEC records of these donor mules. So they may already be on their way out. Um, But that's my stinks of the the week is the Republican Party. Um, Who's your hero of the week? Do you have one? Uh, it's, it's been kind of a, kind of a tough week looking for a hero, but honestly, right now, I think the leading candidate's probably James Comer. I really, really like what James Comer's up to. I don't know. Maybe Jim Jordan. It's hard to say. What about you? Do you have somebody? Yeah. I got to give it to the IDF. I got to give it to, and probably even to, I might have to give it to the Delta Force U.S. military that were exposed by the White House, um, in their pictures on a tweet and who are over there reportedly on a special operations mission to get our hostages returned. Yes, two Americans were released, but we don't know how many of the over 200 hostages that remain are Americans. So, um, you know, it's it's tough enough being in our all-volunteer U.S. military force, tough enough to be Delta Force special operatives, um, but then have your own government outing you before a mission, not good. Not good. So, um, so I think the heroes are the IDF and the U.S. forces over there that are likely about to go in and do a ground, uh, do uh, do a mission going door to door. Which I think we have to prepare ourselves for it being bloody. I think we have to. So, to those that risked their lives, those past and certainly present and future that that have and will risk their lives for this country. You're my perpetual heroes of the week. Sesame Broccolini, thank you for a great week. And thank you to all my guests, my listeners, my followers. Follow me on all the socials. Email me, andreacasio.com. Don't forget the podcast. Have a safe weekend. Keep your head on a swivel. See you Monday. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.